you know, nothing against the people that joined that cult at all, because like there's <laughs> had to have been something that like pulled you in. But like I'm watching this, and I'm like, I yeah, that's not that's not the cult for me. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics with the two people that are like long lost friends that every once in a while drop back into your life and slide into those DMs and say, hello. Hi, Skanky. How are you? Hey. So, uh... I feel like we're one of those friends, though, that, like, we DM you and we say, hey, long time no talk, how are you doing? And then, and then they respond, they're like, oh, I'm doing great, how are you? And then you don't, you forget to respond. <laughs> and then it's been, like, a couple of days, and yeah. you're like, oh, but, like, if I respond now, then, like, I'm kind of accepting defeat. Yep. <laughs> that, so we're, like, that friend. Yeah, that, that actually, that happened to me at, um the at the beginning of covid one of my i had messaged one of my friends to see how he was doing and he never responded to me and this had been i think like the first week of april just being like hey just checking in seeing if you're okay and then like fast forward to the end of june he responds and he's like hey i don't know if i ever responded to this it didn't show that anything went through <laughs> just want to say like i'm doing fine i was like oh great to hear and i asked him some other question and he never responded to me <laughs> It's like, oh man! I was okay, like, well, you didn't even make it one in. You did skanky. You didn't even make it one in. <laughs> uh, just you know, you know, just you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just let it let it roll. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all busy during this time. It's, okay. Yes. You yes. Know. Yeah. Hopefully he's fine. Hopefully he's still, you know, doing well. Because yeah, yeah he, I I texted my friend at the beginning. We were texting back and forth during the beginning of the coronavirus. And then I texted him, I don't know, like a month ago, and he never responded. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So a month goes by, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to text him again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the double. After a month, it's like, you know, a, pretty much a new text, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I, I text him again, and then he doesn't respond. Oh, so gosh, now, now you go into worry mode. Yep. You're like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. What's going on? So then I'm like, all right, we need to change communication sources here. Okay. All right? Yeah. So I go to Discord message. Mm-hmm. Boom, next day I get a message back. I'm like, damn, what's going on with the phone? Dude's in freaking Alaska. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's so the great. story. That's the story. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, you got it. He's know. like, yeah, my phone's kind of fucked up up here. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe I'm just going to use that as my excuse from now on. If I forget to respond to people. I was in Alaska. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I'm up in, up in Alaska. You know, bad cell service. I was in uh, Seychelles. <laughs> the <laughs> island exactly. of Seychelles. Yeah. I got direct contacts with everyone there it's through our dictatorship. Yeah, I Seychelles, know. they uh, <laughs> a uh, benevolent, benevolent but, dictator. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Got it. Yeah, um, very... You know, Seychelles, they came out with the vaccine for the coronavirus. No shit. Them in Russia? Yeah. They are. They are. Ahead of the game. Wow. Over there in Seychelles. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, Time to invest in the, in that island. Well, I'm I'm down. It's absolutely gorgeous. So let's go. Beautiful, really. Let's go Let's go over there and have them welcome us with open arms. You know, talking about that, have yeah. you ever played GeoGuessr? <laughs> I have watched people stream GeoGuessr like way back uh-huh. in the day. Um, Sarah is a gigantic fan of GeoGuessr. She's really oh. good at it. But yeah, no. Nice. I'm... I'm I've never played it. I'm assuming I'd be terrible. Are you a Are you a GeoGuessr aficionado? Uh, well, I started playing it. Uh, 
maybe beginning of this month, last month, mm-hmm. uh, and I stream it here and there. It's very fun. <laughs> it is very, very fun. I, I think it's quite enjoyable. You also learn a little bit, you know, yeah. about flags. Not that I actually remember the flags when I when I get them, but mm-hmm. you know, like you learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Do you have strategy? No, no, no. <laughs> No. Some people are like dumb good at the game. Yeah. And it's like really scary. Like people know they like look at a license plate, they're like, oh yeah, that's a non-EU license plate. Uh the shape definitely means that we're not in Bulgaria. So I think uh hmm, interesting. And they like go through like this whole thing, they're like, Yeah, we're in Moldova. <laughs> that, you know? That's kind of so, how Sarah is. So that's I've <laughs> she's very entertaining to watch play GeoGuessr. Just, it's very interesting, you know. It's 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 fascinating. Yeah, yeah. That the whole thing, um, but she, yeah, it's nice deduction skills, you know. Yeah, it's a genius, genius, uh, genius game. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah. It's such one of those like super simple concepts that is really addicting. So. Yes. I also love when GeoGuessr like totally messes up, <laughs> and you're in like the back seat of a car or something and you can't move and you have no idea where you are. That's the best. Yes. Oh. I had one where I was stuck in a parking lot of an apartment complex. Oh, nice. I can only move back and forth. Yes. I imagine that it's like the uh, the uh, Austin Powers scene in the tunnel with the... Oh, yes. Like slowly getting himself Yes, just... that is the best. <laughs> Oh, I haven't watched that movie forever. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see if I can watch that tonight. Those movies are great. Those movies, ah, those are those are fantastic. There has been a rumor going around for a long time that he's been making another one. Really? Yes. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. But I don't know what the update is on that. I wish I was a very famous actor and comedian that had a successful movie franchise because I would try and seed those rumors every once in a while. Just to be like, mess with people. Be like, oh yeah, uh-huh. oh, yeah. I heard that. Uh, I'm working on something. Working on something behind <laughs> exactly, the scenes. Exactly right. Like just working on something behind the scenes. Just leave a script somewhere for someone to see, and they're like, what? But you can do that. Like, if you're a YouTuber, you can do that. Yeah. You just start every video, or no, you end every video off with, "Hey guys, big news coming up." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can't talk about it yet, but dude, it's gonna be. Great announcement coming soon. Okay, that's how you do it. Or oh you, you my throw God. out the you throw out the guys. I signed an NDA for this, but it's gonna be lifting soon. Okay, never give a date. Just say soon. Come back to next video. I might be able to say something cool about it. I wonder if I could pull that off with work somehow. Just like how would you do that? I don't know. I'm like, don't worry. You gotta get this assignment very soon. Big big client coming in very soon. <laughs> Signed an NDA, so can't tell you guys about it yet. We got a big thing <laughs> coming a big soon, thing okay? coming soon. Can't just, talk about it right wait. now. Just Let's <laughs> just say we haven't dotted the T's and crossed the I's, yeah, exactly. okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yeah. yes, I know I switched that around, okay? It was part of the joke. Ah, yes. No. Get all these people in the Discord saying, oh, this cake's an idiot. <laughs> I know that already. I hate when YouTubers do that, by the way, as I'm assuming everyone does. Every I, YouTuber does it, though. It's like, oh, it's classic. so annoying. I was, I was watching, I don't know, I don't remember who it was. It was some productivity hack person. And they were like, got a big announcement. This is, you know, this is what I've been working on for the past like eight months. You guys are going to be so excited to see it. And he actually he announces it like two weeks later. And it's like some fucking like 
$800 a month subscription thing for like his like pro life hack tips. And oh, I, <laughs> you're, I was a scam. This was also like middle pandemic shit, right? It's like, I, I don't know if right now is the time to like release like your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one, bud. Your high level subscription thing for what also what you gave away for free for the past six years on YouTube. I don't know. It just seems. Yeah, seems that's, a maybe that's up. not a good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Especially because like his first one, he's like he's like the first uh, track that you'll uh, you'll be following is going to be we're going to cover how to implement habits in your daily life. I'm like. Isn't it? Haven't you done seven videos on this? Like, I don't. What have you not told us in your seven videos that you can now charge eight hundred dollars for? Because that just trust seems, me. He, I've, it's gonna be a slideshow, a Google slideshow it, that he threw together. Well, he you knows he's high beautiful PDF templates for you. Oh, like, oh great. shit! All right, damn. All right, but God, eight hundred dollars? That's yeah, it was. Crazy. It was obscene it was obscene like i looked at it being like oh like oh you know check it out like i saw it i I don't think i stopped laughing for like an hour (laughs) like i was like so caught off guard that's so expensive that's crazy it was absolutely crazy so but speaking of expensive stuff um i just watched the documentary docuseries on hbo called the vow have you heard about this or watched it no i've never heard of this before it's about um this fucked up sex cult out of new york out of upstate oh, new york um, nice have you Wait, heard is this the nixium yeah the nixium keith raniere or whatever how do you pronounce it i don't know i watched nine hours of the docuseries and i still don't know how to pronounce it yeah so i i do i do remember the sex cult yeah um i can't say i know a lot about it i just know that there was some pretty crazy shit going on I will tell you, after watching nine hours of it, I don't know if I also know a lot about it. Um, I, I, okay. I actually have I'm sorry, a short side tangent, and we'll get back to the vow. Okay. Um, I've watched two docuseries on HBO now, which has made me question the quality of HBO's docuseries in the current really? era. Um, okay. I watched the McMillions one about uh, how they stole the winning million dollar thing from lottery the, thing from the McDonald's yeah. prizes or whatever. Um, and then I watched the vow. And the one thing that they both had in common is that especially on McMillions, McMillions, I think it was like six episodes long by the end of like the third episode. I said to myself, we didn't learn anything in this episode and I'm surprised they haven't wrapped this up yet. And then it went on for three mm-hmm. more episodes and I was like, okay, it's like they just dragged the fucking thing out and the vow felt the same way. It felt like it was like four episodes worth of content kind of stretched out across a nine episode docuseries and Got it. it was incredibly frustrating and i think especially with like um documentary style stuff uh, from my perspective they actually do themselves more harm because while they have a really good thread that they could follow when they kind of put a whole bunch of filler tangential stuff in the middle you lose the thread and like mm-hmm. you don't always pick mm-hmm. it up at the end right sometimes if it get to the end you're like oh yeah that's i now see the arc of like what you were telling me but other times you're just like you miss a lot of the nuances because you followed down some shitty rabbit hole just to come out on the other side um yeah with that being said i don't know if i recommend people watching watch the vow i i read a buzzfeed article that i think stars came out with another docuseries on the same topic of the nixivisium um <laughs> sex cult i've heard that that one's actually slightly 
better. And so maybe check that one out instead of the vow. Um, but I will say the one thing I've learned crazy ass shit happens out there. And I, like, yes. And I think the the one thing that like I really saw is that, and this actually relates back to Twitch a lot is that there are like cult of personalities, like, and people following it combined with like tears of, within the organization that you can like buy and work yourself into is like just such a dangerous combination for like, I can like, I I can totally see how these happen. Right. Like Mm. there's other ones where watching the one about like the branch Davidians and Waco, I'm like, I don't really see like, I, I, you know, nothing against the people that joined that cult at all, because like there's had to have been something that like pulled you in. But like, I'm watching this. And I'm like, hi, yeah, that's not, that's not the cult for me. But then I'm watching this Nixvizium on the vow. And it's like, I'm like, I could actually see myself getting into it. I mean, it's the thing that Ooh. you, it's the same thing. No, but it's the thing that you've said, Skakey. Like, what is uh-huh. the one thing I love in hobbies? It's if I can get to higher levels of the hobby by spending more money. It's yep. like, that's what these like fucking multi-level marketing you'd be, schemes are. You'd be a great Scientologist. <laughs> That would be such a good Scientologist. It would be, it would be scary. Um, anyway, so I just there was, but like I see it a lot with, um, and obviously like Twitch channels are nothing like what this crazy ass cult was. But there, you know, like sometimes you can see like the seeds of what like an actual terrible person what they use to exploit people you see that in other areas that we have in things and um i just it's it's kind of there are some parallels there's obviously a lot of differences but like the parallels mm. are a little creepy at times um mm. and so it's just i don't know it's 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 if, if you look at like a twitch chat um and just like the very structure of at least how it used to be who knows if it is anymore because i'm not in twitch chat all that often but um you typically have like four levels of people in it, right? You have everyone, then you have the people that are like subs, then you have moderators, and then you have like the streamer and the streamers, like other streamer friends. And, you know, there's a lot of people that like, and not that they shouldn't, but there's like a lot of people that like take pride or want to be a moderator in someone's channel and would, you know, do a lot to like help out to get to that status. And if you have like, a asshole at the top that takes advantage of people like I, yeah, that could play out poorly in some ways. Mm. So I don't know. I just, it was, it was, it was weird, but yeah, I don't know if I recommend watching it. It's a fucked up story. Apparently the Wikipedia article does a much better job than the nine hour docuseries. So I'd recommend reading that. <laughs> right. That's very bad. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's bad that you can't even, you still can't pronounce the, the cult. Visidium. Nixivium. Nixivium. <laughs> is it with an X first and then a V or N X I V M? Yeah. See, Nix- I always thought it was Nixivium, but it's not. It's Nixivium. Nixivium. Zimvizium. Nixivium. Maybe that's it. Nixivium. Zizium. Yeah. No. Talk about a terrible name for a cult. Yeah. Right. Right. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It really does. Wait. So were they running like a pharmaceutical company or something? No. So the way. Am I wrong on that? Uh. 
No, they were the way they started, at least based on the docuseries. Um, they started off as like one of those multi-level marketing pyramid scheme scams. And oh, like their okay. main product was ESP executive success program. And essentially like you recruited other people into ESP and like there was like a five day course that cost $6,000 or something like that. And then in that you're like, introduced to like some like psychobabble bullshit from the leader Keith Raniere and it kind of like really touchy feely not hard science type stuff but they kind of pitch it as like this is an invention of the guy he created this and um they talk about like a lot about like inhibitions and stuff like the only reason you're not getting further in life is because you have an inhibition and think that you should be failing or something you know bullshit like that and then kind of sell you on it and then they have different levels with like different like sashes and it's like if you have a green sash like you're like you're a proctor and so you're the next level up and then you can like get higher up by selling it this to more people to getting into the system um and so like that's kind of like the basic of it of like i would say probably the non the not cultish part is this weird multi-level marketing system but then there's this weird cultish part where like people want to get closer to the guy that created this and when they do he's like well you should move up here to upstate new york and like like well like it's like sleep deprives them and all this other kind of shit to like get people to be super dedicated to his cause. And then there's this really fucked up sex cult thing that you find out going on about later where like he brands women and shit like that. Like it truly horrific, awful stuff. Um, yeah. And it was, it was, it's just, it's, like crazy, terrible stuff. But what feeds into that is this multi-level marketing scheme pyramid scheme that people are doing to like make money and especially him to like make money that then kind of feeds more into the culty aspect of it so Hmm. yeah it's fucked up shit man yeah it's wow sounds like a crazy hobby they have uh, yeah yeah no it's i've i've been i i ordered my marketing material i'll let you know Oh yeah, let me know how it goes. I'll let you know how it goes. So yeah, when I give you the hard pitch about joining, I'm like you're closer than me. I'm Chicago, <laughs> you're New York. Like you can get there, no problem. That's true. That's true. So. I watched a YouTube video the other day. This guy went to, uh, like, I guess he he gets invited to multi level marketing things, and he goes to them and like like just records like what they tell people and like mm-hmm. how they try to dupe people mm-hmm. and they re- they had something similar to what you were talking about with like sashes but it was with jackets mm-hmm. so like you had like your gold jacket and you're like the gold jacket guy and like you're you're special and that's how many people you have under you and like everyone wants to become the gold jacket guy. <sighs> yeah yeah it's how they keep you in there oh my gosh have you watched Shit's Creek no but I've heard it's really good it's shockingly good um i think you should watch it we we started it i think a week or two ago um and who who makes that canada oh okay. uh, that's why it's good yeah yeah i think it's with some canadian thing it's created by eugene levy and his son dan levy um they're the creators of it and it was on some canadian channel and then i believe netflix bought the rights to it and i think it's now mm. produced under netflix but i think the first few Sick. seasons were its own thing but it's um they had a, an episode with a multi-level marketing thing which was hilarious so i was just curious if you saw it but no yeah well i would say if you watch it i had a really hard time 
like enjoying it with the first five episodes or maybe even like the first half of the first season. And okay. then after that, it hits its stride. And then by like the time you get like halfway through season two, it's phenomenal. So if you give it a try, I'd say you really need to fight through the first few episodes, even if you feel like you don't like it. That's with a lot of shows, though. Yeah, it is. It is. That is. I mean, Parks and Rec was like that, I yeah. remember. Yeah, that's true. Not that the first season of Parks and Rec was bad. It was just not as good as the later seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think, I think with this show, and I think also with Parks and Rec too, is that one of the things that's really great about this show is the characters and the character development. And mm-hmm. you, like, if your long term plan is to get that, like, you're not going to achieve it in five episodes, right? Like, you're yeah. just you you can't. And if you try, then you're probably going to screw yourself over for something else that you want to do with it by having mm. like two one dimensional uh, characters. So. I think that's probably that's probably why, but I don't know. Watch it; it's amazing. All right, I'll add it to my list, which is ever growing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone just tells me to watch everything. Yeah, yeah. Nikki I mean, doesn't have time. Yeah, no, no. I'm a busy boy. Busy boy. Busy boy. He's got I got it. things. I got to record shenanigans. He's got to record shenanigans. He has to stream, right? Like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. You know, got to do. Yeah. Like there are important things that are going on. Yeah. Got to make dinner. Like Sure. Yeah. Eat. Drink water. <laughs> yeah. Tea. Got to make tea. Poop when you need to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. See, it's lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. We also finished off Spooktober. Oh, how was that? How was your... Yeah. Today's November was, 1st. Hello. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Soon. It's true. Um, uh, it was good. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. The majority of the games we played, though, were absolutely terrible. Oh, but yeah? that's part of the fun. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, you know, we played the stereotypical s- scary Steam games, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. is Unity-based engine, mm-hmm. right? Uh, story told through notes you have to read, mm-hmm. okay? Limited dialogue, uh, positive reviews on Steam, <laughs> two hours long, and... There's at least one child laughing in the game. <laughs> yes. That's the checklist. And they're all bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you really should do for Spooktober 2021? Uh-huh. Okay. Create your own version of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a funny idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so you got a year. You have exactly a year to, or 11 months to get this done. And then, okay. And then just play it over and over again to beat it every day oh, for yeah, the yeah, that sounds spooktober. that sounds kind of fun yeah so um was there anything that really really stuck out stuck out to you anything that was good a diamond in the rough if you would even if it was like yeah, we, so bad it was a, good we had a couple of um actually good games okay so uh let me see here i'm gonna go to my list i actually refunded a bunch of them because they were so bad oh wow that's really um, bad yeah, I think I refunded like three or four of them because they wow. were just that bad. Yeah. Um. So one I really liked was the convenience store. Okay. It's called, and you play this uh, convenience store clerk, who you 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 go in there and you're doing different tasks like you're stocking the shelves and uh, you know clocking in and all this stuff and you slowly find out like what the fuck is going on at the convenience store and it's creepy and it's dark outside and you're there by yourself and you have to tend to the customers that come in but are they really customers? I don't know. Um, it was pretty fun. 
it, it was it was cool and it had multiple endings so i actually played through it multiple times so oh wow okay nice that, that's a good thing then i the cursed forest it's called it was it was quite good um you're like running through the forest and there are notes on the way that you have to read but it's not that bad i think there are some if i remember correctly i think there are some that are read for you but i don't remember off the top of my head mm-hmm. um and you're like chasing this it's like this demon thing through the forest mm-hmm. um and yeah you're just like kind of finding your way through there's like puzzles along the way which is kind of fun uh limited jump scares but i mean that was fine i mean overall it was a good game okay i played through fear one and fear two mm-hmm. they were all right not amazing i i played them when i was a like i actually didn't play them i watched my brother play them mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time ago yeah well, i would say way way back in the day way back in the day <laughs> way back when they came out i don't remember what it was yeah when did the games come out i don't know google machine 2005 the first fear came out okay it was you know mediocre yeah. i mean it was fine it was fine it was just not that great I yeah guess. um the story was kind of dumb i thought or, or weird or i didn't even understand it but still like an okay game um then we played god's basement which i felt like could have been better mm-hmm than what it was it had a kind of cool story so what you're it kind of at the end it did that whole like exposition thing where like they just tell you all the things that are going on Mm -hmm. rather than you trying to figure it out throughout the game which is kind of annoying but uh what you're doing is you're you're kind of your thought at the beginning to like be in like a halfway world between death and alive like purgatory Mm -hmm. kind of thing and it's uh it's in like an office like a like a like a cubicle-esque office and mm-hmm. you have to like solve things and puzzles and scary things and there's a story that's kind of dumb behind it all but um it was still like kind of fun to play mm-hmm. how do you find these games good question um a lot of the time I go on Steam and I just search for horror games that come out. A lot of horror games have released or in October. Yeah. For Halloween. Yeah. But uh other streamers sometimes play games and I notice them. Okay. So I, I check them out as well. Uh God's Basement and Convenience Store was how I found those two. Mm-hmm. Um Dan's gaming. Dan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh was playing uh those two. And he said they were both good, so I thought I'd try them. Okay. Some other ones, though, I don't remember how I found the other ones. Fear, I just kind of knew. Yeah. Cursed Forest, I think I saw in, on Steam. So I just got it. Um, now, outside of Fear and Fear 2, um, most of these games, had they come out recently or had they been like out for a while? Mm, good question. So Convenience Store came out this year, 2020, February. Mm-hmm. Cursed Forest came out 2019, February. Okay. Uh, God's Basement came out 2018, October. Okay. 
And then I also played this game called Mad Father, which was really good. Oh yeah, the best one out of them all. Oh okay. Um, it was it was really cool. It was uh anime esque <coughs> weebs, and um, it was like uh, I don't know. It was just so interesting. The story was like actually good, and fun. It came out in twenty sixteen, by the way. Uh, and it was like a solid like long game. Like I mean long. It was like four hours compared to the other things that I played. Okay. Um, and then I also played this game called No One Lives Under the Lighthouse, which I don't think chat liked very much. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. It had cool like art yeah. graphics, like pixel, but real life. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Okay. Um, and then what else did I do? Phasmophobia. Have you heard about Phasmophobia? No, I have not. Uh, that's like been a bigger game on Steam, on Steam, on Twitch recently. Um, what you're you're like a ghost hunter mm-hmm. with a team, and you have to find the clues. You would actually probably like it because it's puzzly esque. Okay, you get like a book, and it tells you all the different kinds of ghosts, and you have to get evidence to figure out what ghost is in there. And follow specific objectives. So, like, one of them is like take a picture of the ghost, or get an EMF reading of five, or you know, there's like different kind of objectives that you have to go through. Would um, this give me nightmares? Yeah. So you probably wouldn't like. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man, ghosts they ter- they they fucking terrify. Yeah, you don't me. like ghosts. I know. I forgot about that. The puzzles sound amazing. That. Puzzle's the, great, the but ghosts. ghosts, no thanks. Can we have it be like cute little puppies that are in the box? Nah, no, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I would be down for that one. Let's take the ghost out of it. <laughs> and then the last one I played was Welcome to the Game 2. Okay. Which um, you play an investigative journalist, and you are you have to find these clues. It's very hard. Very, mm. very hard. You find these clues on the dark web to save this girl who's kidnapped huh interesting but it runs it runs off of like i don't think it's like actual so how they programmed it was it runs like it runs off a real browser in game Mm mm-hmm so I guess the developer created all these different websites that you have to like go through and obviously they're all like fucked up. Mm-hmm. So that's like the scary part. But then mm-hmm. there's also kind of like uh, you get you hack into different Wi-Fi net- networks so that the cops can't track you. Um, there's like a whole bunch of other things that happen. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. That sounds like a cool a cool game idea. Yeah, no, it is a, it is a pretty cool game idea. Interesting. It was hard though. It was really hard. I didn't, I got caught every single time. Yeah. Damn FBI! Damn. Wait, so the co- so you're trying to save this person's been kidnapped, but the the popo is against you. Well, because you're on the dark web and you're going to sites like about human mutilation and uh, uh, okay, and how to chop up a dead body correctly, mm-hmm. or okay. uh, you know, like going to like a drug website, you know. Yeah. So. so I part of me wonders if you were playing a game or just like covering tracks of actual bad people on the internet by using the in-game browser to go to actual websites. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe. It's, it's, like, it's very possible. You can't tell what is the real traffic or what is the video game traffic. That's, that is true. That is true. I am being used as a pawn Yeah. for the developer. Oh, man. You're welcome. 
<laughs> that is that is the the true long con. Is that, that you're is the long con? Go and bring, make a video game to cover your, your yeah, evil. Yeah, I'm on some tracks. list now. So, oh man, but ah, uh, so but there were there were many other games that were just terrible. Yeah, yeah. The, what is the Steam refund policy? I don't even remember anymore. Isn't it like you have to play less than 45 minutes of a game? No, it's more now. Oh, it is. Um, okay. I think it's less than two hours or okay. less than three hours. Mm-hmm. But honestly, even sometimes if I don't like a game and it's over three hours and I refund it, sometimes they accept it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh, interesting. I think they manually do it. Oh, oh wow. I think. I could be wrong. Wow. But... I, I, I've, I, I have had games get denied refund. Okay. That, that, that you had too much fun up until that point? Like, it's, uh, I guess no. I think I was maybe five minutes over or uh, something, okay, yeah. the limit. Yeah. And uh, it was actually for a Spooktober game, not this year, but last year, mm. where at the end of the game, they were like, hey, tune in for part two after mm-hmm. like three hours and five minutes of playing the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Well, this is like so dumb. They never even told me that was going to be a part two in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I have to buy a part two. I'm going to refund this. And then yeah. Steam denied it because <laughs> wow. I was over the limit. Yeah. I wonder if any of their, I would love to know what goes into these decisions because I, w- I wonder if any of it on Steam side is based on like how the game does in general. Like if a game is free, very frequently refunded, I wonder if they have a much lower bar to refunding. Where it's mm. like, okay, these pro- all these people probably are correct because this game is hugely unpopular, and so we'd rather just refund them. Um, and or if like a game, or and maybe if they also track like how much into it you play, where it's like, okay, almost everyone that requests a refund requested at like two hours and five minutes, and no one does it after like the three hour mark. And so it's like, if you're over the three hour mark, they're like, okay, you probably are just trying to scam the system. Where if you mm. like fall in with like the where most of the other people are, then it's probably likely that you actually, there's something wrong with the game that you hate. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think steam has to be a little bit like a little liberal with how they do refunds because Mm -hmm. they have no curation whatsoever. Yeah. Anyone can submit a game on steam. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, I don't even think they check anything Mm -hmm. on these games. Yeah. Like sometimes when I go through new releases on, on stream just do it for fun but we've come off across some weird ass shit (laughs) (laughs) like really really like how is this on steam right now yeah kind of games (laughs) um we're like not like oh i made this in college for a project but like I can't even explain to you what this game is. Like what (laughs) like there's just poly rectangles and you play a race car and you're going to sell drugs to ogres and I don't know. Like I wonder how that stuff gets made. Like I I wonder if it's um maybe, I don't know. (laughs) I I wonder I think I part of me is wondering if it's like the like the method of online like merchandise retail where on Amazon stuff where they just like ever like there's so many sellers selling the exact same thing. Cause they can all buy it on Alibaba for like nothing. And like, oh, okay, yeah. then we'll just relist it. And if we like can drop sell, like, shipping. Yeah, that one. Yes. And so I part, part of me wonders if it's like something similar to that, where it's like, you just have like a big company where they pay tons of developers and they're like, just flood it with shit because 
if one or two people buys it, then we're already making a profit. Like you put so mm. little time and money into it that if we could just somehow get one or two people to buy it, we'll be fine. <clears throat> that's a, that's an interesting thought. I didn't think about that. I don't know how that would work, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible. It's possible. I don't know who would go out and buy it, though, you know? like I don't know. Some of these... How some of these games get popular on, on Steam, I really can't tell you. Yeah. Even, like, the bad ones that I've played. I mean, I played games on, on there uh, for Spooktober that had very positive reviews, mm-hmm. but were just, like, not good. Yeah. Like, it just, like, wasn't a good game. It was, like, you know, two hours long, and it's your stereotypical, you know, going through a house, opening doors, finding keys, reading notes, and made in unity with Hello a girl neighbor. laughing every once in a while. Hello, neighbor. Well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I actually, uh, thinking about it a little more, I, I wonder with some of the ones that are just, like, really, like, what the hell is this um, that you see on the new releases, I wonder if it's actual fraud is the purpose behind it. Like like mm. being able to charge stolen credit cards type thing. Where like imagine if you have a system like the way that you're trying to make money is you steal credit card numbers and then you <laughs> charge it and then to something that you own. Well, if you make one Steam game and all of these stolen credit cards charge to your one Steam game, Steam's eventually going to shut you down because they're mm. like we don't like we know that there's something shitty going on here and we have to pay back all these fees where if you just kind of keep creating new entities that keep uploading new games, then you might be able to, you know, fool steam long enough to get a some amount of money before they kick your game off the platform. Huh? That's what, that's what I would imagine. That's like, is that they kind of use it for that type of loophole. Um, Cause otherwise it doesn't make sense. Cause like you're saying like who in the world's buying this? Like, even if you're just like, I'm going to throw it up here in the off chance that maybe someone's going to buy it. Like, Also, with Steam's refunding policy, if someone buys your shitty-ass game that makes no sense with the polygons and the Yeti, like, I, it, after 10 minutes, they're going to be like, I'm going to refund this to Steam because I'm not paying $10 for this. So I, I have to imagine that it has to be like some type of credit card fraud is the reason why it's done. Huh. This is speculation, by the way. We have no proof to back this up. Yet, yet, I yet. will, I will come up. With I something. think that's interesting, though. That could be like a money laundering. Yeah, scheme. yeah. It's essentially, a, it's yeah, it's like a money laundering through Steam is how I can kind of, how I would imagine that those are, like the purpose of those. I wonder if they have limits on things for when a Steam game releases at the beginning. Maybe not, because like, let's say people try to money launder through buying like gift cards on Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. Right? There's like a clear limit probably on yeah how much you can buy and they have to confirm it it's like a whole process but i guess they you wouldn't be able to do that on steam yeah. for buying a, for if you came out with a game yeah well i think what i would do is i would maybe if i was steam and i imagine that they probably do this is i would if you are a new developer or releasing a new game and not like i blockbuster type developer then what i would do is i you your payout is after like 30 days or six weeks or something like that to just confirm that like the money that is allegedly going through to buy your game is Mm -hmm. actually legit because if it's like stolen credit cards or some other type of fraud, you'd have to imagine that within four to six weeks, all that's going to resolve itself. And so it's like steam doesn't want to be stuck in the middle where it's all of a sudden they paid out all this cash to a third party and then just to turn around and have visa come back to them and be like, Hey, 
So remember that money that you took from us? So they're like, ah, fuck. So yeah. I, I would imagine it's, I imagine something like that would have to be in place, but I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, well, you Steam must. I they, they I mean they have to have some protections against this. I mean they they are so, uh, I mean, open to fraud with mm-hmm. everything. Like especially with remember like with CS:GO skins and mm-hmm. like all that stuff. Like geez, like that's yeah. ooh. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Buying keys, selling keys on the marketplace, ooh. Or whatever it was. Ooh, gambling. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I, you have to imagine that they have a whole. I would love to be on corporate counsel for like Steam or Epic. That would be cool. I, think yeah. that'd be, I feel like that would be a fun job. But I want to be like high up enough that I'm not just like doing DMCA takedowns. Like that. Um, yeah, that'd of course. Be, obviously. That would be DMCA awful. takedowns. Oh. Yeah. So have you heard the Twitch news about that? I got an email that said a whole bunch of my shit was removed. And I was oh. like, oh, but I don't know anything else further than that. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. I, it's interesting you got the email. I got the email too. Um, but from what I've heard, uh, all pretty much like almost all partners got it. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. But not many affiliates got it. Weird. So maybe we're special. Yeah. That is weird that. That is weird that. It's it's okay. It's weird that you and I got it. It's even weirder that I got it. Like if well, like yeah. if not all yeah. affiliates were getting it, like it's like, what vods do you even have left on your channel? It had to have been clips. It had to have been clips. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I think I I think when I first started streaming, I saved highlights of some stuff. But, oh. But that really wouldn't be it either, because anything I would have saved highlights on, especially because my first like two years of streaming, I never played like music on it. Yeah. Um. But actually, that's not true. I got I I could it, what it could be is uh, Fallout Four, for example. I remember when I streamed Fallout Four, um, like that thing was a that not think that was the first game I ever streamed. And when I streamed Fallout Four, I go into my vods and like half of my vods were muted because they didn't have the license to broadcast the music or whatever that was on it and so imagine if i made a highlight of like fallout 4 and then if that is the one that's triggering it all these years later and it's possible maybe but don't don't you love the email from twitch where they they say oh one of your things violated dmca which by the way uh we automatically deleted it for you so you don't need to appeal which by the way um yeah i think that uh violates dmca (laughs) (laughs) yeah them doing that (laughs) yeah yeah right (laughs) so i will also say that that email was super fucking confusing oh it was terrible because i mean if you're gonna delete something tell me what it was it just makes me think that it's fake yeah it just makes you think you didn't delete anything (laughs) exactly but it's so sad because you know all these twitch creators now They've deleted everything. Mm-hmm. Lyric deleted nine years of VODs mm-hmm. because of this. It's yeah. like, it's kind of sucky. There needs to be something, something needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you know, I, I don't know. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a tough thing because obviously you shouldn't be streaming DMCA content or whatever or whatever, but it needs to be treated differently. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like how YouTube does. It can't just be forcing people to, de- to delete stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's it's also it's not good for the health of a platform either. Um, like yeah. kind of like what you're getting to. Like it's just you don't I mean 
it's fucking hell. Twitch is owned by Amazon. It has enough people working for them that like, it's kind of shocking that this happened and no one had thought like we might have a problem brewing, especially when they have had mm-hmm. problems brewing around this for years already. Right. It's not like this, like, and so it's just, it's shocking yeah. to me because like, like I'm like, the more I'm thinking about it, it's like lyric deleting nine years of content is that's horrific for a platform that like, specializes in content creators putting out videos. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's absolutely insane. And also kind of shows one of the big differences between Twitch and YouTube in the sense that a lot of Twitch's outside of clips, a lot of Twitch's past broadcasting stuff like isn't discoverable and like not a big part of what people do. Like think imagine stuff on YouTube. Like imagine if a lot of the YouTube creators that like we watch, if they deleted nine years of their content, I'm often going back and watching content Jeez. from like five or six years ago. Like yeah, that would bad. be, that would be insane. Like that would have been, that would be a huge problem where like if all this content was getting deleted by the creator because they felt like they had to, or if there were random ass videos on YouTube that was just like randomly deleted by YouTube. And it's like, mm-hmm. like that's a huge, that's a huge thing. That's a huge problem. Like, like I, w- there was a part of me when I read the email that was like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I actually, I know that they, what they're deleting is some of my clips that like when I would play music and play like Minecraft and stuff, but then I got a little sad because I'm like, there are some really fucking funny shit mm-hmm. on my clips that are now gone because, you know, music was played, you know, at that time. And it's just like, yeah. it's like, well, that's kind of, that's kind of shitty that like you didn't have another way to like handle it. Right. And yeah, I mean, I've also had back when I actually, you know, when I streamed and cared about, you know, DMCA takedown stuff. Like I would, if I played music, I'd make sure like it was something that I could play. And there was a number of times that my VODs got muted with music that it shouldn't have gotten muted for. And so you have to imagine that like, if you, if you had a license for it or something else, like it's, such a big step to just delete it like you couldn't corral it into like this appeal review type system and like just take it off the public facing part of the site uh that's 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 crazy to me that's absolutely crazy what's um do you know off the top of your head what's considered fair isn't there a certain amount of seconds that's considered fair use for a song isn't like five seconds or something i don't i i'm not sure i don't know the answer to it i think that I think that I, I, there's, a, there's something that makes me think that it's not a set time, that it's more oh, of like okay. a vague, ambiguous type thing of it. Because I, it. Cause I feel like it's with some music, and like if you play, especially music, if you play a really recognizable part of it, right, like then I can see them coming back and saying, like, that isn't fair use. Where like if you mm-hmm. took like a five seconds that was like a random part of the song that no one would ever be able to say that's that song i could mm-hmm. see making the argument that that'd be fair use but i i don't know it, it could be a set time or it could not i'm not sure mm, okay so the way that is way out of my legal wheelhouse on that no one. i got you i just thought maybe you'd know <laughs> i uh i see i right now i don't really know what to do what i decided was early on and have since abandoned and i'll explain mm-hmm. why i was going to de- download all my clips mm-hmm as like a nice backup just to have it in physical form. Yeah. Twitch doesn't allow you to do that. There's no way on Twitch for you to download all of your like clips at once. You can only oh, delete all them at once. All. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I think there's a way to do it, but you have to do it one by one. Don't well, you? I do it individually, yeah. which would take so long. It's, yeah. There's so many clips. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, yeah. The only way to do it is through a third party thing. 
which uh, Aurelian, who works at Twitch, uh, recommended okay. for people. So I checked it out, and what it does is it scans like everything. Supposedly, by the way, this breaks Twitch TOS. Okay. <laughs> okay. But whatever. So I, uh, I was like, okay, this is easy because that way I can just download all these, and then if anything gets deleted, like whatever at this point, right? I'll still have it. I was, it was searching my clips for three days. Holy shit. I had my computer on for three days. Oh and it was gosh. not finished. Oh my gosh. And that's when I decided that it was not worth it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my And I gosh. and I just stopped it. Because yeah. like honestly, like it, that's ridiculous. That's insane. <laughs> it is crazy. It's not even like that many I mean, it's a lot of clips. It's like probably three years worth of clips, mm -hmm. I would yeah. say. Three and a half years of clips. But Jesus Christ, man, like that's nuts that yeah. <laughs> it's taking that long yeah. and that twitch doesn't have a, a thing for me to do that well but also I, I think what else is shocking to me and granted like this is me being obtuse and kind of an asshole but uh, a you're fucking owned by amazon b you have a giant team when you know that this is a problem you can't just be like re-divert five programmers and be like we need you to put in as many hours as possible to make a tool to let them do this like I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know anything about this. So I'm truly speaking out of my ass on this one. Not that that's any different than any other time I talk on shenanigans, but <laughs> I truly cannot imagine that they can't just. This, this seems like a fixable problem, at least for partners, right? Like, like, mm. and maybe roll it out down the hierarchy of Twitch, right? Like, start with partners and do like affiliates that have been affiliated for x amount of years and then you know slowly give it to more and more people but it just it blows my mind that this is that the the official response was here's a third party tool by the way breaks tos possibly and <laughs> like that will do it for you instead of being like hold tight we are going to create something that will fix this problem for you like that 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 yeah. blows my mind that that wasn't that's yeah. that that can't be done and or wasn't done so i just that's that that's insane to me yeah it's it's honestly just ridiculous that is so it's, crazy it's really dumb and i hate it and so far i'm not i haven't done anything yeah. i haven't deleted anything i've i've stopped playing dmc music in my stream besides yeah. the pizza song <laughs> um which i think is fine um <laughs> i mean if not you better reach out and see if you could buy a fucking license for that <laughs> so like... i tried <laughs> <laughs> to find out who publishes that song or like who owns the rights. Yeah. And it is impossible. Oh my god. I can't find out who owns the rights to this song. <laughs> That's so great. Um so, you know, DMCA me, it's fine. I mean, at this point, if I get banned for DMCA, it'd be kind of like a lull. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, well, you could go to Mixer then. I could always go to Mixer. Thank God it still exists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I uh I think though what this really should show, and the frustrating thing is that it won't, what this really should show is that we need to, there needs to be some policy discussion regarding intellectual property in this country because mm -hmm. it's just, even the DMCA is ancient by like the current internet age, right? Like it's yes. not, yes. like even that is like so goddamn old and doesn't anticipate anything of what we have now. And, I just feel like the problems that we run into that we see and it crops up like a good amount of the time is like it, what it tells me is that we 
intellectual property isn't the laws around it are not meant to address the way that it exists in the current form um, and how society uses it. And I think that it really is a thing where it's like when you seems when it feels like you're always bumping into laws in various ways and it's impacting you know everybody then it shows that like that law isn't working for society in general and not that it has to be scrapped but it probably needs to be looked at and reevaluated and possibly tweaked again mm-hmm. um the thing that really fucking sucks about it is that nobody and okay less than 10% of the people in congress have any like ability to comprehend a weird obscure topic as like intellectual property and how it intersects with things that go on on the internet right like that's like sure. like we can't sure. even we can't even get congress to like handle net neutrality correctly or like encryption and all that kind of stuff it's like so it's like if they can't like get what I would imagine is like an easier thing to handle. Like I'm, I have no hope that, you know, we're going to see anything change in, you know, intellectual property and DMCA and all that kind of stuff. But like, I feels like that, that is, that's kind of, that's, that's what needs to happen. Right. And it's just, if, you know, Twitch is a symptom of that, in my opinion. So the problem is that a lot of these older politicians, they, they see the internet as, Facebook mm-hmm. or what they like to call big tech, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like, I mean, like, it's it, sure it's partly that, but it's much more than <laughs> like you know Facebook mm-hmm. and Google and all these companies and stuff. And you know, yeah, people use it totally differently. So mm-hmm. you know, it's all it's all messed up. It is. I mean, watching those Facebook hearings with with Marky Mark <laughs> were, I mean, oh my god. It yeah. just totally made it like none of these people know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I mean, uh. they're asking questions about their Apple iPhone to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> how do I swipe? <laughs> the apps on my home screen, my my phone, they keep jiggling. How do I make that stop? How do I make it stop? <laughs> now, when I click, do I click the X? Does that open it? Or, yeah, I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Why didn't you tell me that was gonna happen? Yes. Oh, ridiculous. Gosh. Oh. These people are, are just, I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's so good. I can't. Oh, man. It's, I it was, this reminds me of I was doing tech support for my parents this morning, and, um, they they were they were both on speakerphone and they're trying to install a new smart thermostat and oh i was luck. like i know right um but and we we eventually got it done but the, they kept doing this thing that i found so infuriating it made it the, the whole system like process way more complicated where i would ask them to read what was on like the oh. thermostat screen or their phone screen and they would read part of it but not uh-huh. all of it. And they wouldn't like they wouldn't tell me they read part of it. And they wouldn't tell me what part of it they read. And so I'd be like, okay, that doesn't make sense. There's something that's missing in what you're not telling me here. Like, no, that's everything. And then I'd be like, well, is there anything that says something along these lines? Like, oh yeah, that's at the bottom here. I'm like, oh great. When I tell you read everything oh, on the fucking phone, please read everything on the phone. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I so I had a similar experience last week. Uh this is actually a good story to tell. 
So my grandparents, uh, quite old, quite old. My grandpa's like 95. Mm-hmm. And they live in the Florida, classic, right? Yep. <laughs> and uh, they almost got scammed. Oh. The classic, oh. okay? Call to, you know, get your refund and all this stuff. And, you know, this is something that we warn them about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it happens, okay? So uh, <laughs> the funniest part to me was that the scammers that were calling said they were from Comcast <laughs> and that they were wanted to give them their refund. Oh. Number one, that is a big red flag. <laughs> Comcast give calling money. you to give you money? Yes. Okay? You can't even get Comcast on the phone when you call <laughs> yeah. them. They're going to call you to try to give you money? <laughs> Whatever. So this guy must have been so patient because... This scammer. Because he got them to install the thing on their computer. Oh, my God. To remote access. Oh, my gosh. And he tra- he got into their bank account, transferred money from their checking into their savings, and that's when my grandma realized, well, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right? So, luckily, nothing was, no, nothing was taken. Yeah. But they called my parents. They were freaking out. It took my parents an hour to get them to change all their passwords yeah. and call the banks and all this stuff. Okay, crazy. So I was the one tasked with getting them a new computer because <laughs> at this point, we're not going to have someone come to the house to fix their computer, Yeah. okay? Yeah. Because it's not worth it, yeah. right? So I had to help them order the, 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 the Chromebook we got from Amazon. Then we had to figure out how to hook it up to the printer, okay? <laughs> yeah. So then I uh, I called them on, uh, I think it was a Sunday or a Saturday, I think it was Saturday. And we were on the phone for over three hours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh. this is when I realized I had no idea how technologically inept they were. Oh. Like, I had to explain right-clicking. Oh. Right? Yeah. And, oh, God. Oh, man. And plus, I'm trying to figure out how to work a Chromebook. I don't know how it works. (laughs) So I'm Googling it, trying to figure it out. (laughs) And then what they're doing is they're reading, like like you were saying, they're reading, but the problem is they're reading everything. (laughs) Not even the thing, like the menu on the side. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Security options, this, this, this. And then up here, then they're reading the whole thing. I'm like, okay, okay, you don't need to read the whole thing. I got it. Okay. So they were reading too much. (laughs) It was an adventure, though. And uh, you are a good grandson. We finished it. We (laughs) we got it done. Luckily. Oh, that is good. That is good. Oh man, I will. Like uh, it was every once in a while, Sarah will like we'll be watching TV or something, and she'll get one of those um scammy text messages that like your iCloud is out of storage or whatever. Um and she got one the other day about something about like her phone stuff. And she like showed it to me, she's like, this is a scam, right? And I looked at it and like was some weird fishy URL and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, don't click on that. She's like, she's like, I, I hate this because she was saying like she her mom would easily fall for that because her mom doesn't have like me sitting right there to be like can you just look at this and make sure it's like, you know, this is legit, right? And she's sure. like, for her, like, she has no freaking idea. And, you know, sometimes, like, some of the stuff is, like, scary enough that you're like, oh, like, I need to resolve this because it's going to be so much worse if, like, it does break. And Absolutely. it's just, that's, 
ah, like, like sinking in the pit of my stomach of like all these poor people that are just taken advantage of with these awful scams. But yeah, it's terrible. Like it's uh, really bad. Any old person with a, with a computer at this point is, oh. is very vulnerable to all these things. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird. I was actually telling my parents this the other day, you know, all of our, when, when we were growing up and like, you know, I, I, we were growing up with the internet or whatever. Um, all the adults always told us, hey, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And we were like, Are you okay, yeah, Wikipedia, we love Wikipedia, it's great. Don't trust Wikipedia. Okay, okay, no, it's fine. <laughs> we got it, okay, don't trust everything on the internet, got it. Now, all of us are like, guys, all you adults, why are you trusting everything on the internet? <laughs> yes, yes. What's going on? Yep. You told us not to, yeah, right. and now you're on Facebook saying Uncle Ernest, you know, <laughs> that the, 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 the St. Louis Arch is an Illuminati scheme to heat up the earth. <laughs> so... What's going on here? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's so true. I feel like, you know, I think I, my next business idea is I think I want to do, like, like, education, like, middle school level education for people that weren't in middle school when the internet was around so essentially okay. what we were all taught in middle school like hey you can't cite to wikipedia as a source <laughs> like i like go, you go to the sources in wikipedia <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> i want to go through that though for like people that like never had that like let's call it traditional education around the sure internet. sure like i feel like that'd sure. be so so useful like i you know what it should be it should be tied to like your driver's license renewals that like, you want to go in it's like oh before Great you do idea. that you got to sign idea. up for this two-hour course with M. Cole where he's going to teach you about the internet. <laughs> so. Let me ask you, when you were in school, did mm-hmm. you ever have to, like, bring in uh, a newspaper article or whatever every week and you had to, like, talk about it? Yes, yes. Okay. And did they have, like, a whole portion of that where it was, like, it has to be from a reliable source kind of thing? I, I think so. I feel, okay. like, I feel like that is, yeah. I, I, I did that in, like, fifth grade. yeah. In fifth grade, we could we had to bring in a newspaper article, and it had to be from like a reliable source mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if someone brought an article that wasn't from a reliable source, we would talk about why that mm-hmm. wasn't legit. Yeah, like I don't think like my parents never did that. It's a totally different yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know. Media is totally different now. That's true. That is true. like when I was in fifth grade, we could actually go online and print out an article. Although mm-hmm. I mean, it was early on, kind mm-hmm. of. But, you know, I don't know. It's just totally different. I don't think they've ever had that kind of, uh, although there are key people that are in our age group that do the same thing. So maybe they just never had that education. <laughs> that is true. Did you ever have, did you ever, in school, did you ever have a cow? Like a living cow? No, a, a computer on wheels that they would roll into like the classroom if you needed a computer. No, okay. no, I never had that. Uh, okay. We, we. In my classrooms, we had a computer room. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we would go to computer class, there would be computers in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe we would have an old gateway in the back of the room, mm-hmm. which no one went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'll, real quick story, and then we can, we can wrap up this podcast. When I was, when I was in high school, um, this is... Before I ever knew I wanted to be a lawyer, like when I wanted to 
go into accounting. And okay. I took accounting in high school, and I took like the first level accounting, which a lot, of, you know, good amount of people took. But like, I knew I wanted to be an accountant, so I'm like, I'm going to take the second level of accounting the next year. And the prof- uh, the teacher that I had for accounting, it was his first year doing it, my first like my accounting one level thing, and. So like I took it, he did a decent job and then but like he never prepared for the level two accounting because nobody ever took level two accounting. Like in the past like okay. four years, like one person had signed up for it. And for whatever reason oh. it was like still offered because they're like, Oh, we can just combine it in with the level one accounting. Okay. And so I took level two accounting because also I really like this teacher. Um okay. it was me and one other guy. We took level two accounting and we were the only two in it. And he like I remember like the first day he's like he's like, We don't really have like a good curriculum for this because no one ever takes it. He's like, but I have some ideas of like what I want to do with you guys. And it turned out that he had about a week worth of content prepared and had nothing after that. And didn't really care they had nothing after that. And it turned into that for accounting level two, me and this one other guy went to the computer lab to play video games and design websites like every day. Like it was, it was like our first period. Uh, is it the first or second period? Because we did it right in the morning. And there was like a proctor in that computer lab. And we would just go in. It was reserved for like the accounting uh class and so like no one was using it because we're the only two people in accounting level two and we just go and sit in there and like play games and like that's how i learned html at first and all that kind of stuff and it was amazing and then we got to the end of the year and then the teacher realized that he like hadn't taught anything all year so he didn't have anything to test us on so we just both got a's it was so good he is no longer a teacher with the school (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah it was the worst part is is that like like i truly like i took accounting too because I, I like I really wanted to learn accounting, um, and my idea is like I was like I was a really studious person, so I was like oh it'll be easier to do it in college if I have like a head start doing it in high school. So that really kind of backfired on me. The problem is is that. I told my friends about how I got to play computer games all day. So they told everyone else and his class became oh, like the highest enrolling no. class, like of like the um, elective classes so across the high school because <laughs> everyone realized that, Oh, if we just get through accounting one, which is really easy because he barely teaches that one. If we can get to accounting two, he doesn't have a curriculum. So we get to just hang out in the cafeteria or the computer lab all day. And like, he became notorious for that. And I remember like senior year, second semester of senior year, like having like a random person come up to me in the hall and be like, thank you so much for like blazing the trail in accounting. I was like, what are you talking blazing about? The trail. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there are like 50 students in this accounting class because they heard what you went through. It's like, thank you so much for like, you know, showing us all the way. And I was like, oh you my gotta God. be kidding me. That's insane. Yeah. And so and the guy that taught accounting was also the football coach. So then it became notorious among the football players that you got to get in this guy's accounting class because if you make it to level oh two, then you get to go sit in the cafeteria for the entire period each day. <laughs> that is like, hilarious. That yeah. is so funny. Yep. Yep. So, and, and then now one of, uh, one of my brother's friends works for the school district. And so I saw him uh, last year and I was like, hey, is that, how's that teacher doing? He's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> and apparently, with the thing that, you know, this guy kind of sucks for him, but at the same time, you know, you get, yeah, your comeuppance. But for the first 
many years that he was there doing it, the head of the department that his class was in was another football coach. So he kind of like had protection. Mm -hmm. And then when that department head retired, the cross country coach became the department head and he just like cleared house and was like, Oh, "Oh, your class doesn't do anything. We need the funding for another teacher. You're out of here. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah. So it was, it was a big, uh, big slaughter fest in the, in the, I think it was like the history department is what it fell under. But yeah, that was, that was my, that was my, random story about sitting on the computer all day in school that's wonderful yeah so all right you guys that's been another episode of shenanigans new episodes go live bright and early monday morning just in time for your workday school day chores commute whatever it is we are there to hang out with you you can find the podcast anywhere for our podcast including the itunes store the google podcast app i believe our website at uh, shenanigans.rocks spotify all that kind of stuff we never actually submitted our podcast to amazon um so if you want it there then you should really just go use something else besides amazon (laughs) <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, I, we got a thing there? Yeah, we got an email. Um, it was like a month ago. And it said, submit your, they said, this email is protected by an NDA. We're granting you early VIP access to submit your wonderful podcast to the Amazon podcast store or whatever. I looked at it and I just deleted it. And then I was like, <laughs> I always told you about it on the next episode of the podcast that we had recorded. But I was like, it's technically under NDA right now. I was like, and I haven't really seen other news about this. So I was like, I don't feel like I should say anything. Like, I don't think we're eh. special, but like, I don't want to get sued because of this. So sure. Sure. Anyways, I'm assuming yeah. it's out of NDA now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I say I've, I've now seen an article on the verge about oh, Amazon's okay. gotcha. podcast offering. Gotcha. Um, so we're safe to say that, but we, I don't think we're there unless they stole our feed from somewhere else, which is completely possible. I don't know why they want it. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, you can send a tweet at, uh, skanky at twitter.com slash shenanigans or an email at shenanigans at gmail.com and we have a discord at discord.shenanigans.rocks and tons of cool people hang out there and skanky where can they find you on the internet twitch twitch.tv slash skanky s-k-x-n-k-y-a-y and on twitter at iskanky i-s-k-a-n-k-y mcall you uh, let's go instagram instagram.com slash mcall underscore m-c-u-l with the underscore symbol and I think that's pretty much it Twitch, twitch.tv slash mcall underscore. I'm on all the sites, just not there. There, I have the username on all the sites. I don't yeah, have it we, on the TikToks. That's a big thing now. That is a big thing. That's what the kids aren't on the Snapchats anymore. They're on the TikToks. Nah, nah, they're on the TikToks. 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 All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye bye.